what did you learn going back looking at the film? Oh, I mean, it just confirms some things that we thought about, you know, uh, on, our, on each phase. There's a lot of plays that we left out there and just looking forward to put together a complete game on all three phases. And, uh, you know, I think we'll, I mean, we'll have a better result if we do that. What do you think about the physicality from the offensive line? Uh, talk a little bit about it after the game, but looking back at it, do they, do they need to be more physical? Is that part of what the issue? Well, they can always be physical, you know. I mean, I don't know if they can, uh, if there's a limit to being physical, but I think that, uh, you know, talking to, talking to Coach Mora and UCLA guys, I, they thought we were a physical team, you know, so um, I don't think it's a matter of that. I think they're, they're a good team. I mean, we, we went against a quality, quality defense and, and – uh, but we don't help ourselves when we don't uh, all 11 do what we're supposed to. And um, you can place the blame on a lot of different places, but overall we have to do a better job, um, coaches and players. And, and, uh, and the goal is just try to, <clears throat> you know, put, put forth our best best effort, make sure that we're all clicking. I mean, we, we haven't played our best football yet, and we lost two games by a total of four points. So um, that's discouraging, you know, be, um, especially since we'd like to be in a position where going into – our next game this this deep in the season, we should be playing um, a lot better, a lot more sound and sound in, in every phase, and, and uh, that's the goal this week is to be focused on making sure that, our, that we don't, uh, you know, that we don't show up uh, as we did in the last last three games. I mean, that, that's to be honest with you, we, we, we've got to play our best football, and it's got to happen this week. You said you <coughs> evaluate the quarterback play after watching the film, yeah, after the game. What uh, what did that evaluation? Same thing like I thought. I mean, there's a lot of different variables. I know everybody looks at one position and likes to blame it on one person, but there's so many different things that go into it uh, with with the quarterback and talking about Taysom. Um, the worst thing you could do is is panic and make a change on stuff that you're just seeing on the line on, on, on the field uh, when it's not actually just that one spot. There's a lot of different variables that go into it: protection, uh, routes, and the timing. So. Um, looking at it again, it's kind of what we thought that, that that it would have been a premature decision to make that decision then, and I'm glad we didn't because that's, that's why we have a great coaching staff and, and to evaluate everything. And uh, you know, we, we have to be able to, in order for us to really evaluate everyone, everyone's got to do their part first. And when you have uh, some some mental breakdowns along the way, it's 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 tough to blame it all on one person. Does that mean Taysom will be the starter? Yeah, yeah, he'll be the starting quarterback. Yeah, I mean that I. I don't know. We just talked about how it's hard to blame it on one person. I think it'd just be be foolish right now to to make it a scapegoat, you know, when when it wasn't all his fault. So I think that's a it's a wrong assessment from a lot of different people, and and uh, we're looking to get better uh, so we can evaluate every position, you know. And that's that's one position that that uh, I mean, you look at the game and you look at some of the misthrown balls that Josh Rosen made. He's supposed to be supposed to be a great draft pick in the future. He had some errant throws as well, you know. But uh, uh, when whenever you're looking at it as a whole, you can't blame it on one person when it's not all, all his all his fault. So we're not going to do that. Klein, is the lack of production with the running game more of a product of UCLA's front being solid? Yeah, a little bit. Of, I mean, I, I think I think they loaded the box and they're challenging us in the throw in the throw game and. Um, you know, when that happens, we need to make them pay for it. And I don't know if we were able to do that. Um, I mean, obviously we weren't, uh, but uh, that's the only way you can get them out of it, you know. Um, and and uh, sometimes you're just going to have to just, uh, you know, just 
run the ball into that situation. And uh, uh, not, not every call is going to be a perfect call, but I thought yeah, Ty did a great job calling the game. We just got to execute better. What was your assessment of the offensive line without a Louie in there? Um, obviously, you want all your guys. I mean, Louie's been banged up all, all camp, you know, and that, that's uh, in some ways when you're missing some practice time, it hurts, you know, uh, as a uh, being able to run so many plays that we do. So uh, I think not having him in, I mean, obviously you want all your guys, but uh, we, we have to deal with it. That's part of college football is, is dealing with your depth. And I thought like, I thought Austin and Tom's coming in did some good things, you know, but uh, we can always improve. We can all, always be better. And I just like it to be a more cleaner game on the offensive side so we can, uh, you know, we, we've shown flashes. We, we've been able to score points when we need to in a two-minute situation. And uh, we just need to see more consistency from every position because when we're clicking, it, it works well. What's the balance, Connie, between both offensively and defensively of um, doing what's expected and out-executing the opponent mm -hmm. versus trying to surprise them or come up with things that they're not ready for? Well, there's not a lot of surprises in college football. I mean, in football altogether, it's, it's, it's tough to surprise your opponent. I think that everyone's pretty much prepared for it. And so um, we just have to have stuff and find our identity on, on every phase and, and be able to have something to hang your hat on, you know. And, and um, right now, offensively, we don't have that right now, you know. So uh, when we need to get a play, um, you usually go to your go-to uh, situation type of plays and, and uh, we're still trying to find that. And that's it's way too late going into game four right now. So we've we got to establish that soon and find our identity and, and go with it. I, I think that, uh, you know, I've said it before that the uh, – the new system, it's, it's, it's been in, in place for a while now, so it's, it's time to start executing and, and uh, start mastering some of these plays, some of these schemes. Does the fact you're playing a Big 12 team this Saturday <coughs> and with the conference realignment talk that's going on, does that add intrigue? Oh, or no, that doesn't add game? anything. I mean, we're, you know, we're, we're, I'm not worried about anything other than West Virginia. A uh, well-coached team, they got, they got some momentum, they're coming off a bye. You know, so um, we're focused on the opponent, not worried about all the politics and everything behind it. Um, that's not even entered our mind. Right now, we're focused more on ourselves, trying to get ready and making sure that we play assignments on football so that we can make some improvement, you know, on, our, on the offensive, defensive, and special teams phases. So that's, that has no bearing on what we're doing in our preparation right now. You're a senior. Um, you guys made like three trips to the East Coast, I think, within a month. Mm -hmm. What are some of the challenges of taking a team across the country? Well, I think when you go the two time zones, you know, it makes it difficult. So we're 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 leaving a day early, trying to get acclimated to the to the uh, to the area, and um, you know, we'll practice here Thursday and then head out there, and I'll be ready to go. I mean, that's other than that, I the, the climate will be. I mean, I think the kickoff is at three thirty there, so. It'll be it'll be pretty hot, but um, you know that's college football. It's gonna be hot for us. It's gonna be hot for them. What was it like for you as a player to make those trips back east? What do you remember? Oh about? man, you're testing my memory now. <laughs> uh, it was fun, you know. I mean, uh, we we played a lot of different places. Played against Florida State and Virginia, and um, I don't know. I, I think if you give it too much power, you know, it's difficult and everything. We're gonna have a lot of fans there. It's a neutral site, you know, so. Uh, we saw what happened in the last neutral site game we had, so uh, looking forward to playing a great place, you know, FedEx Field, and, and having uh, our players be in, in the nation's capital. It's going to be a lot of fun.
playing at NFL stadiums your second this year. I think next year you play in Houston. Mm -hmm. Do you use that in recruiting at all? Is that is that a topic that comes up? Or? I mean, it's something that probably you can spin it, but I, I, mean, I like to go to more than anything, look at what we have to offer as a program and as a school rather than focus on stuff that only happens, you know, once or twice a year. So that's, uh, <coughs> we're going to sell BYU, the university, and sell our football program before we sell anything else on that. Colony, what are your impressions of what's Virginia's offense? Reputation is high powered. Yeah, I mean, they, they have the ability to score and they have a bunch of athletes, and uh, we've seen great athletes the first three games, and so uh, no, no different. You know, that's uh, where we were excited for the schedule, and now, now we're looking at it and saying, let's go. You know, this is this is another challenge, and um, their high-powered offense. I mean, Rich Rod has his footprint there, obviously, and so um, there's some familiar things that we've seen, but there's also some things that they do differently to go with their skill and their talent. And so that's it's going to be a challenge, but I think that uh, I think we'll be in a good position, especially if we play our type of ball and, and if everybody's playing assignment cell and doing all their all their jobs. I think I'm excited for that. You've, you've talked about how depth is something you're always wanting to develop. How's the depth right now after three games, three pretty, pretty physical games? Yeah, I mean, that, that, I think I've mentioned it before about our, our weight room conditioning and everything. I think that's helping us stay as healthy as we can, um, especially playing the high caliber type of teams that we're playing. And, and uh, we play physical style football, but I think our guys working out and and staying the way we had a great lift again today. I mean, that's that's going to be our, our our model. We're going to keep working hard in the off season. I mean, in the weight room, um, and that's going to be our deal. But that helps keep you healthy, and it helps keep us strong, and it's going to pay off in the long run, especially when uh, teams are starting to wilt. You know, right now we're still getting stronger, and, and uh, all we have to do is just play smart and play assignment sound. That's the <laughs> that's the encouraging part is that we we've lost. Uh, I mean, it's it's. Sad and encouraging at the same time. We lost two games by a total of four points, and we haven't even played our close to what we can do uh, to our potential, especially on on the offensive side. But we we, we still we still got a lot of ways to go, and, and uh, I'm encouraged by you know the improvement we're going to make this week. You said Fred Warner went off the field. Any update on him? Oh, he's going to be fine. Yeah, yeah, it's no big deal. Staying with injuries, are you expecting Louie back? And also Jake Oldred, if he was absent. Yeah, we're still so we're still looking at Jake and and, um, and, and Louie is going to be. We'll see how how it progresses right now, but those are tough to say right now. I'm not the trainer, but you know, we would always like. I mean, last week I know a lot of people there were some questions about other players, but I just you know sometimes it comes down to the game time decision, and, and uh, for me to make a statement right now on Monday, it's difficult for me to tell the future. There were fans <coughs> voicing their displeasure at times during the game booing. Uh, at least one of your players addressed that on on social media. I'm like, well, what's your take? Do you, do you hear the boos? And oh no, I mean, my job isn't to tell fans what to do. You know, I, they, they can. Uh, that's why they're called fans. They can they can voice their um, their opinions however they want. And uh, I didn't I didn't know about our players voicing or whoever did what, but our our. Uh, our players appreciate our fans. I appreciate our fans. Uh, we know there's a lot of great loyal fans. We've seen it. And so we've seen it. We saw it Saturday night. We, we see it everywhere we go. So uh, I really support. I, I appreciate the support that we're getting. And I know our players do too. And so if there's a few, um, you know, a few uh, fans that, that voice their uh, obviously displeasure, that's that's okay. That's their right. Uh, like I said, we got to give them more to cheer about, and that's that's my job. And. We'll get it going, and our players.
uh, all of them show appreciation and uh, you know but we're not in the business of telling fans how to act and how to how to follow I'm just grateful that they're there that we have the support wherever you however you take it and if there's booze let's turn into cheers that's my job speaking of depth do you expect any late additions we saw some guys on the sidelines who aren't on the roster will there be any or um I'm I don't know. Like are you Kyle just Johnson, fishing for something? Or? <laughs> well, like Kyle Johnson, is he? Oh, he's not healthy yet, no. So, no. no. If they're in pads, then there's a chance that they could play. But if they're not, then no. Yeah. Brad Wilcox is? No, he's not in pads, so he won't play. So that's, yeah. <laughs> you were fishing for something, then. <laughs> anything, anything else? Any familiarity with Dana Holgerson at all in your in the past? Yeah, so I, I mean, I, I've been a big fan. I've followed him. I, I, I've seen, uh, I mean, you, if you look back in the history of football, there's a, uh, I remember when Hal Mummy and Mike Leach and, and all those guys used to be here, and he comes from that tree, you know, so they used to come here in the spring when I was playing. And uh, so I, I've kind of followed them a little bit as they kind of branched out and went different places. And so uh, there, there's a lot of, in the route progression, a lot of things that, that are really familiar, but uh, he's a great coach, you know, and, and, and uh does a great job with this program and they have their own their own he has his own style to it but the um, foundation is there and then but I mean it, you look at the history of college coaching especially when it goes to individuals like a head coach um, you can kind of find their route I mean if you look at my in my background you can find where, where my philosophy and things come from defensively and offensively so same thing with him but he's got his own his own scheme and his own style and, and it's really 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 effective and he has a great staff that does a great job coaching, and that's you're not going to find a lot of coaches that uh, have success when with without being great coaches themselves. And he's uh, he's up there with with the best of them. Last question, coach, is, is Taysom kind of going through a learning curve? I mean, in the past, he would always make those amazing plays, scrambling and get out of there. On mm -hmm. um, his UCLA, he got caught, and I think everybody was like, "Wow, that's not really Taysom." Is he trying to figure out what he needs to do in those moments? Yeah, but I think the the secret of Taysom is is it, there's no it's no longer a secret. You know, I, I think that uh, looking at UCLA, they did some things to to limit his movement, and so um, like I said, they, they they try to challenge him in different ways, and he's got to find ways to make plays. Uh, if it's not to his legs, and he's got to find a way to do it with his, with his arm. But um, there's things that we can do that help Taysom and put him at his at his strengths. You know, uh, that we can do offensively and. Um, we, we did a little bit of that, you know, but uh, like we just got to be more consistent and uh, get him in a position where he can just do well all the time and, and feel comfortable. Because I'm, you're right. I mean, the, the transition, and everything. We just got to. We've talked about it before, allowing him to feel comfortable. And you know, in the two minute situations, we're three for three and running down and scoring. So I don't know. Maybe that's, that's something that he's more comfortable with. That he seemed a little bit more comfortable in that type of setting. And uh, we're we're uh, there's no ego involved here, so we're not gonna do our own thing just despite our own scheme and our own thoughts and philosophy we'll do whatever it takes to win and that's one of those things that we've we've definitely explored and just want to allow him to play at his best